Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Mayo author of Not Another Diet Book and owner of Nourish, a coaching service that is dedicated to helping you feel amazing in your body and helping you thrive. Today, we are going to talk about a concept that completely changed my life because before I became familiar with this concept, I very much believed that where I was was who I was, (laughs) whether that be on a map or my current set of circumstances, my current habits, my current beliefs, all of those things. I thought myself to be somebody who was stuck and stagnant and really incapable of making meaningful change. And then one glorious day, (laughs) I stumbled across the concept of having a growth mindset. And a growth mindset really boils down to the belief that we are changeable, that given the right tools, the right systems of knowledge, different systems of belief, different habits, different placements, we can expand ourselves beyond where we currently are into who we wish to be. And so that is what I am going to talk about today. I am so excited to dive into this topic, and I'm so thankful that you are joining me. Before we get into how, how to grow a growth mindset, we're really quickly going to discuss what it is. And like I said, it honestly is a very, very simple concept. A growth mindset is a belief that your beliefs, your abilities, your skills, your habits, they can all be learned and acquired. Again, that where you are is not who you are, that you are not your current set of circumstances. A growth mindset is the belief that you are capable of change and growth, and it is saying that I have a willingness to do better. And I think that's the important part because a growth mindset is very much determined by what you are willing to do and what you are willing to step away from. Whenever you hear people talk about a growth mindset, you're always going to hear the word grit come up in it as well because that is often a really important part of it, and that is having the desire or maybe the willingness to get a little dirty because nobody is going to fully lean in to having a growth mindset if they are determined on keeping themselves comfortable, right? If we are determined on only doing the things that we feel safe doing at the current moment. And I think that it's important to think about that because we can often think about our comfort zones as a safe space when quite often they're not. They're a safe place because they're a place where we sabotage it. And all self-sabotage is, is doing the same behaviors because we have the ability to predict the outcome. So it creates this false sense of security and this false sense of safety. I know what is going to happen if I, instead of sitting with these uncomfortable thoughts, if I just go to the kitchen and grab something to eat the thoughts are going to go away, right? I'm going to numb myself. I'm going to distract myself. The same thing, you're coming home, you've had a bad day at work, your boss was an asshole, your kids are yelling in the back of the car. You know what's going to happen when you walk right to the fridge and grab that white claw. You're going to feel this instant sense of relief and relaxation. But is it real? 
Is it helping you? Is it doing anything to help your kids no longer be assholes? <laughs> is it doing anything to change your current situation at work that stressed you out? No. Those problems are all going to be waiting for you tomorrow. So you're going to keep repeating the same groundhog day process over and over and over. And so that sense of safety that we are latching on to isn't very safe at all. It's sabotaging us. It's keeping us stuck. And so saying, yes, I am committed to having a growth mindset is also saying I am committed to dealing with my bullshit. I am committed to doing things that are going to cause me to become uncomfortable. I am committing to doing things that are new, that are different, that are stretching me beyond my current capacities of what I know, right? And I'm willing to deal with all of that. I am willing to deal with the messiness of change rather than being stuck in what I know will be a complete fucking dumpster fire if I just stay the same. <laughs> so that's not exactly the Huberman <laughs> definition of a growth mindset. It's my definition. And it's just saying, I'm sick of this. Like Elizabeth Gilbert famously said, no great life transformation happens without somebody first becoming so completely sick of their shit. I think that's that's the perfect starting point to talk about a growth mindset. The first step to embracing a growth mindset is something I don't feel is talked about a lot when we talk about having a growth mindset. We tend to focus on the growth part of it. And that's important, obviously, right? But I believe the missing link for so many of us, it was absolutely the missing link in myself and in so many of the women that I've had the privilege to work with. And that is first accepting, accepting where we are right now. Because if we don't know where we are physically located, right? We don't know how to get where we're going. It's that's the step that I know is often bypassed. It's easy for us to think about that's where I want to be, right? We can see it. We can look at it. We can feel it. We can taste it. We know where we are going. But we're usually in denial about where we are. And think about this logically. Of course we are, right? If we were being honest with ourselves about what we were currently doing, what we were currently participating in, what we were currently believing, it would feel like fucking shit, it would feel awful. We would not want to stay there. If we were being honest and aware about our current habits, we would not be repeating them. It would feel awful to every time that you knew you were doing something that was participating in your bullshit, you would be getting away from that behavior eventually because it would feel so self-deprecating, right? And so that's where I think we first need to focus on is where am I right now? What am I doing? What am I believing? What am I participating in? How am I, this is, this is a sticky one, <laughs> how am I participating in my current problems? Having a growth mindset is saying I'm not a victim. It is saying I take responsibility and I take ownership. That is really, really important because if we are saying that we are acting a certain way because of situations outside of our control, what we are doing is giving other things, other people, other circumstances, our autonomy and our ability to change. We're saying, nope, I, I have nothing to do with that. Therefore, I am powerless over it. And quite often, that is not the case. 
And if you are wanting to change something, anything, whether that be your current situation at work, your relationship with anybody, friendships, spouses, whoever, your parents, your relationship with your body, right? This is my lens with food, with nutrition, with what you feel when you look in the mirror every single day, with what you are putting in your plate, with how you feel about what you are putting on your plate, any of those things, you have to say, I'm the one. It's me, right? It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. That's step one. Taking ownership, extreme ownership for everything that you can and saying, all right, this is it. I'm going to look at it. I'm not going to shame myself. That's not helpful. I'm not going to talk shit to myself because Lord knows we've done enough of that. And again, not helpful. It's not a meaningful driver of change. I am just going to become aware of what I'm currently doing. From there, once you've taken extreme ownership, once you have taken responsibility, once you have said, okay, I made this mess, and that's a good thing because if I am the one who made this mess, that means I am the one best suited to clean it up. So let's get excited about that. (laughs) Once you have done that, that is when you need to start looking at your current list of excuses. All those things that you've been telling yourself for the last few weeks, for the last few months, whatever they may be, you need to look at them and say, okay, is this valid? Is this real? Or am I giving myself an out? Am I giving myself an opportunity to stay in that false sense of security created by my comfort zone that is not that really fucking comfortable, right? We know that now. So that's what you need to do. Is this valid? And if so, okay. Well, what else can I do? Because there will be some that are valid. I know what that is like for women. Most of the women I work with, there are women who have outside commitments outside of just their health and wellness, right? Jobs, partners, relationships, side hustles, children, and then the whole slew of things that come with children and those responsibilities. So it is really easy for us to say, yeah, I don't have time for that right now. I, I, that is just not, I can't do that. And so what I want you to do in those situations where time is the excuse you keep coming up against, I want you to reframe how you are using the word time. And I want you to reframe what you are picturing when you think about what your current commitments are. And what I want you to do is say this phrase, whatever you're saying that you don't have time for, I want you to say it differently. Say, we'll use gym, right? That's one I hear a lot. Going to the gym. Going to the gym and creating a better relationship with my body, working on my health and working on my level of fitness is not my priority right now. And those are the keywords. Whatever you are saying you want to change, but you are also saying, I can't do that right now. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. I want you to shift it. It is not my priority right now. If you can say blank is not my priority right now and you don't feel a reaction in your body, then guess what? Take that thing off your list because it's the truth. It is not your priority right now. And that may be the truth. This is me giving you the permission to give yourself the permission to take that thing off the list. Do not should yourself. Shoulding yourself feels like shit. If you are a new mom, guess what? You may want to get back in shape. And I I feel that. 
but is it realistic right now? No, you have so many things on your plate. You are learning to redo life as you know it. So it's not going to be your priority right now. And that's okay. Maybe you have a new position at work. Maybe you just moved. Maybe you're going through some life change where just things feel shaky right now. It doesn't matter. You don't need to justify it. And I want to be very clear because this comes up a lot in meetings too where women are coming against roadblocks, right? Because that's what they are. They're just roadblocks. We can take a little detour around them. It might take a little longer, but they're just something that we can move ourselves around. But they feel like their roadblock is not big enough right? Well, I'm only dealing with this and I have this friend and she's dealing with X, Y, and Z or, or she had, she does X, Y, and Z and she makes it work. But like, this is my situation. I can't make it work. Guess what? You don't need to justify it. You have no, you do not need to justify it to anybody else. The only person you are responsible for impressing and taking care of fully around your opinion of you is you, right? That is the only person that matters here, you. So if you say going to the gym, working on my level of fitness, it's not my priority right now, and you don't feel something in your body go, "Mm, bitch, that's a lie, then take it off your list. But, and this is a big one because chances are you are going to feel a reaction. You are going to feel something, and it's going to hurt when you say, not my priority right now because you want it. You've wanted this thing for years. You've been dying to have this thing, to make that a part of your personality, to be someone who, again, fill in your blank there. And so if you say that and you feel that reaction, that's how you call your bullshit and you say, okay, I want this. And so what are my current challenges? What are my current excuses? Because that's all they are. Excuses are challenges under a different name. Challenges implies that we can do something about them. We can move through them. Having an excuse means that you're just basically, you're being a little bitch, right? You're just, I can't, I can't, I won't, don't have the time, don't have the energy, wah, 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 sad violin. No, no, no. A challenge, that's some like empowering shit. A challenge is like, yeah, this is going to take a little bit of effort. This is going to require me to get creative. This is going to make me approach something in a different way. It might take more work for me than it takes for somebody else. But guess what? I can rise to this challenge. I can rise to this occasion. View it as something that has the opportunity to make you into somebody that you want to be. Because that's what a challenge will do. Challenges make us better. They improve our sense of self. They challenge what we see about ourselves when we meet a challenge and we rise to it it allows us to see that we are capable right it is a good thing and that's my friends that's a growth mindset when you say yep this is going to be hard this may take a little work this is may take a little bit more effort but guess what I'm up for it I am up for this challenge if you've ever had a session with me you have heard me say I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer but, <laughs> and you're chuckling to yourself because you're like, yep, we've had this conversation. I know what's coming next. We're going to have this conversation here. I say embrace challenges. I say own it. I say lean into it. I say let that shit light you up. Go all David Goggins with that shit. Just uh, eat it up. I can do this. I can do better. I am capable. I'm going to look this challenge in the eye and I am going to move through it. And here's the Debbie Downer moment. And go into it knowing You're going to come up against a wall and that wall is going to look like a big stop sign and you're going to go, fuck this. I can't do this. I'm doing, uh, 
I fucked up again. I'm self-sabotaging again. I made it this far. And now look at what I did. I took a step backwards. This feels too hard. I don't know what to do here. You're going to come up against something, right? And I don't say that, like I said, to be a Debbie Downer. I say that to be realistic. And I say it for you to be expecting it waiting for it, knowing that you're going to fall back. You're going to slip back. You're going to have a YOLO night. You're going to drink too much one night and order that pizza and wake up feeling like, oh my God, I've undone every fucking thing I could possibly do. But here's the thing. Here's when we go all back. David Goggins, eye of the tiger, look that shit in the eye. Motivation, bitch, shit. (laughs) I'm swearing an awful lot today and it's very early. As I'm recording this, it's like 5.30 in the morning, so... Let's see how the rest of my day goes if this is how we're starting it off. (laughs) Anyway, back to the matter at hand. This is where we turn a Debbie Downer moment into what I call your trampoline moment. Because how you respond to your setback can do one of two things. It'll put you right back at the starting line. It'll put you right back in the beginning of your bullshit or... It will become a fucking trampoline. I just swore again. Here I go. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) It will become a trampoline that will spring you forward because what that quote unquote mistake, failure, setback, whatever you want to call it, what that thing really is, is it is an opportunity for you to show yourself that you do not do that anymore. You meet that challenge you succumb to it to a certain extent, right? You you have, you black out, you mindlessly eat, you binge eat, you have a drink when you say you're not going to have a drink, you send the shitty text before you responded to it, you whatever, whatever we're talking about here, right? You do that thing. We're going to talk about food because that's my lens. This is how we deal with it. You overeat, you, you binge. When you wake up the next day, you have one or two choices. You go back on your old bullshit and you say, I fucking ruined it. I ruined it, so well, it's a Saturday, so I'm just going to fuck it this weekend. Doesn't matter. Might as well start again Monday. Guess what? That's you going back in your bullshit fully. Any of that. Or, I see this a lot too, you get all diet extreme. You go, oh God, now I need to cleanse. Now I need to undo all this shit. I'm going to do two hours of cardio. I'm going to only eat iceberg lettuce. I'm going to only drink water. Blah, blah, blah. You know what that feels like? Guess what? Same starting point. It's the same fucking thing. You are doing the same thing. You're going to put yourself right back in your bullshit. Or, and this is the trampoline moment, this is where you have the opportunity to springboard yourself ahead and to really step into a completely new identity where you know, I mean it this time. I am not doing this shit anymore. And that is you wake up and you say, okay, what happened? What did I do? Where did I lose my awareness? What was I feeling? What emotion was I trying to suppress? What was I trying to run from that I was not working through like an adult? Become aware of it because it gives you the opportunity that when that thing happens again, because it will happen again, life is going to life, you can show up differently and you can show up better in that situation, not find yourself back against an excuse or a black hole moment, right? Oh, black hole moment. You can tell I've been reading. Hi, little plug for Nicole's new book, (laughs) right? You don't want to find yourself back in feeling shitty like that, okay? What you do is you become aware of it. Not shame yourself. Don't talk shit to yourself. You just create awareness around it. And, and this is the important part. This is the trampoline part. And you say, now I am getting right back to where I was. I am not going to cleanse anything. I am not going to undo anything. I'm not going to fix anything. I'm going right back to my habits. I'm going back to being the person I said I was going to be when I started out on this. 
that, that is how you jump yourself forward. Just propel yourself forward. When you stop trying to use the things and the situations that kept you in messes that you've been trying to run away from for years, when you choose differently and almost all the time, friends, especially when it comes to food, when it comes to our relationships with our bodies, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to exercise, that means almost doing the least, right? This is this is where we say, nope, I'm not, I'm not going to do the most. I'm going to get back right back to the healthy habits that I have set up for myself. When we, if you've done my magic mindset course, this would be getting back to the foundation. Just get right back on your foundational level habits. If you're like, what are you talking about? I want that. Well, DM me. I'll give you a code. I will give you guys a code. Here's my, here's my special just for listeners. If you DM me about the magic mindset program after listening to this podcast, I'm going to give you a 20% off code, which is more than I've ever given anybody on the magic mindset off which brings the cost down to like it's under 90 bucks I want to say it's like 80 bucks it's dirt cheap so dm me I can give that to you or we can hop on a call and I'll do something with that too maybe if we hop on a call we'll throw in a book or something I don't know either way I want a growth mindset for you you can hear in my voice 5 30 in the morning how excited and pumped up I'm getting talking about this because embracing it is really embracing it's embracing a whole new life for you. It is saying, I am I am capable. I am willing to, right? I'm willing to step away from my bullshit. I am willing to step away from this comfort zone because I know it's not comfortable. I know it's keeping me stuck. And so I am going to take extreme ownership of my life, extreme ownership of my circumstances, and I'm going to commit to doing better because I am worth it. I'm going to tie up this episode here. I really try to keep these short and sweet so you can listen to them, snack on them, let them sink in and, you know, take whatever information hit you and ran with it. I don't want to overload you. And I've said enough swear words for today. (laughs) I filled your ears with enough language garbage. So I appreciate you sticking around. I appreciate you listening you know where to find me. Reach out, grab that code, grab that magic mindset, or hop on a call with me. Let's embrace a growth mindset for you. For next week, I don't know what I'm going to do because as I have it planned, I was going to talk about the power of no, the power of telling yourself no, which absolutely ties into this. And so it is absolutely coming up, but I'm also leaving five tips about how to step into a growth mindset on the table. And so what I may do is do a part two on this one and then move into a power now. But either way, I'll be back next week. We will be talking about one of those subjects. So I really hope you'll join me. And if at any time between now and then you have any questions, anything you want to chat about, you know where to find me. Reach out, send me a DM. I would love to connect further. Little plug, if you have not already, please take a second to rate and review this podcast. It means the world to me. It keeps me showing back. I've been stuck at around 105 reviews for a very, very long time. And I would love, 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 love to break myself into like the 110s. And so if you've ever got any value from this podcast, please share it, rate it. Five-star reviews only, please. I have a couple one-star reviews. Somebody got mad at me, but, you know, we don't don't get mad at them back. We send them love because clearly they need it, (laughs) right? All right, I'm going to shut up. Now I'm rambling. You know where to find me. Please rate and review if you have not already, and I will see you back here next week. (music)